Hi guys, welcome to For the Love of Business podcast. Where we host honest conversations with the people behind the businesses you love. We think it's so important now more than ever to highlight what it takes to survive and thrive as an independent business. And highlight what it really takes to do what you love and love what you do. I'm your host, Carolyn. And I'm Cody. And this is For the Love of Business. Okay, we are back for season two of For the Love of Business podcast. Hi, Cody. Hello. Welcome back. Missed you. I can't believe it's already here. I'm so excited to be back. It's so good to see you. How was your summer? Fast. Yes. Busy. Tiring. But good. But good. Very good. Yes. How about you? It was great. I know when we um, wrapped up season one back in June, which was so smart of us, Mm Mm-hmm. That we were kind of bracing ourselves a little bit for yeah. the season upon us. because Staring over the precipice. <laughs> exactly. And now here we are. It's almost like if you're listening to the podcast, it just seemed like it was a snap of a finger. Yeah. Meanwhile, there was a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears that went into the summer. But it was a really successful summer, though. And I'm happy that it happened. And I'm happy that it's over. And um, it really was great, though. We had a really awesome crew this year. Shout out to my staff and all my college kids and all the high school kids and all the hostesses and all the extra people that help us get through the season because I think we had one of like the strongest teams we had. And I think all of that preparing that we do throughout really felt like it worked. So that was a kind of nice reward. Paid off. Yeah. yeah. How about you guys, your crew, everyone? Yeah, it was really good. And it's like one of the things I'll head on, but it was a um, seamless, I'd say like one of the more seamless summers from a labor perspective and how we were able to manage, you know, when it got really busy and being able to rely on everybody, it it really drives home how important your team is and how much you need to rely on one another and to prepare for it, like you said, you can't just kind of go into it yeah. hoping that it's going to work you out. You can't let, like rest on your laurels either because I feel like, you know, we've been doing this for a long time and it doesn't necessarily get easier, but I think you just are like little, maybe you scare less easy Yeah. Um, and you are prepared, but you always need to keep evolving and keep getting better. And it doesn't mean that you keep reinventing what's working. You definitely keep what's working, but you have to add to it always. And I know it sounds a little cliche to be like, oh, you always have to, you know, evolve and get better and grow. But it's true. You can't just keep doing the same thing because you have to always think of ways to, you know, create a better place to work, make things more efficient, make everyone's lives easier, have new dishes, have expanded business like growth. Like, are you going to do catering? Are you going to do sandwich platters? Are you going to do parties it's like you be open to new ideas yeah too, for sure yeah so we're always trying to kind of um like this year was awesome because over covid we put a tent out on our patio and this year we made it a little more, more permanent and it made such a difference because we had such a rainy season we had a lot of weekends that were wet it's a nice space i've sat out there yeah it's so pretty right i know <laughs> good. i'm so happy with it <laughs> and it's just made such a difference because no one can afford to lose business, but you know, we would have really felt those, those rainy weekends. You were mentioning before we hit record too, that you were feeling it for like the farms. Yeah, no, I, I feel bad for the, our local agro tourism type places that are definitely relying on those Labor Day to Halloween weekends. I feel like it's supposed to rain again this weekend. So I know. it doesn't, 
you know, it affects us a little bit, but not nearly as much as them. You know, we're more June, July, August, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. When the kids are out of school and the weather's really warm yeah. and people want to have all their yummy, fresh fish and barbecues That's and it. outdoor That's it. activities. I know it's true. And it really, it has been, there has been some really beautiful days, but the weekends have been a little bit of a wash. And it's so funny how much you can have this great product and this wonderful service and great marketing. And then so much depends on whether or not the freaking sun is out or not. And, and not even that, it's, it's what it looks like on Wednesday and Thursday for the weekend, whether yeah. people decide to come out east and... Uh, I don't know. We need to get, we need to get in with big weather. Yeah, I know. I know the forecast sometimes can, even if it doesn't rain, but it's just crazy. Cause you, you feel like sometimes talking about the weather seems so like superficial, but it yeah. really does affect <laughs> does so much of our business. Yes. It's wild. So you can only prepare so much. And that's it. You know, I think at this point in the game, I'm sure everyone understands that you have to kind of budget for that too, you mm-hmm. know? But yeah. It's never going to be perfect. I mean, we, it was like the weekends were, I feel like we did overall pretty good, but it does hurt, you know. Yeah, makes a big difference. Uh, even same thing with I know Greenport's going to redo it here. Is it next weekend? But when Maritime, yes, I mean, tropical storm rolls through, they get washed out. I mean, I know that was such a bummer. We really felt that too. Did you? Yes. Oh yeah, we were. I was dead, so dead, dead. excited that they rescheduled it because yes. that will really help our overall October too. Yeah. I'm glad they're going to redo it. Yeah, and it's such it's a fun weekend, and we really get a lot of business. You know, when people are kind of on their way back out, they mm-hmm. hit us up and yeah. we definitely felt that cancellation for sure. And it's just kind of a bummer, you know, because people look forward to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm glad they rescheduled that. And I, the other thing that was really awesome about that awning was we always struggled with those yellow jackets at a certain time of year. They just kind of ascend over the North <laughs> Fork and terrorize everybody. And we are just like high-fiving ourselves because it's been 15 years that we just... It's just terrible. Like kids are screaming and chairs are getting knocked over. Yes. (laughs) People are leaving. It's awful. I, uh, I am no longer a salesman, but I can't say I miss that like six, eight week window where you're going to deliver and they're always in the back of restaurants because that's Mm -hmm. where the garbage is. Mm -hmm. And you're just like running through with 30 pounds of stuff in your arms, trying to open the door and not get stung. I get stung every year. I get stung every year. This is the first year, knock on wood, that I haven't. But um, we just are like, we finally beat the bees, you know? And it would cost us, like, how much money? Because people wouldn't want to sit outside. Yeah, they wait longer to sit inside and jam up the tables. Terrible. So that's also been really kind of cool. And also, who knows? You know, like I was saying, you always have to kind of keep things fresh and be open to new ideas and new revenue streams. So we might be able to do some you know bridal showers or rehearsal dinners yeah. or birthday parties or business dinners yeah. and um i don't have anything prepared for that at all but i'll be working Just on that idea. this summer yeah. yeah this season i mean like you know making packages or menus or yeah. little party ideas and we've never been able to do that because we've only just had our tiny little right. dining room so right it that's huge you know just having that idea open to a new you know new concept is yeah. is what you need always it's possibilities kind of ex- exhausting but you need to do it <laughs> but i'm so glad you had a good summer and it feels like september is just kind of an extension of that as well yeah i know it's funny that we were, we said we were going to kick it up right after i think we did Labor Day, but then you were on vacation yeah. i was on vacation yeah. i had a couple weddings and then now it's already mid-october <laughs> i know i know it's, a, it's like uh, mid-october but it's, uh, it's all right you know what though i i really appreciate the seasons that way because it does give you a little bit of that exhale and the fall yeah. just has that really nice feeling of just like that settling in and it's still beautiful and business is still you know pretty good and we really feel the slowdown starting now after um this past holiday weekend it's a lot of places closed down now for the 
you know, the beach clubs, the yacht clubs, some right. of our seasonal water places that we sell are all closing. Wow. So wow. it's, uh, it's nice. Yeah, I know. It's good and bad though. You miss the, I, I, you know, I've definitely said it before on here, but you wish it was a little steadier. Yeah. Like not it as so hills and valleys, but what are you gonna do? I've come to appreciate it too. And, um, you know, I was kind of reflecting on the summer before we hit record that how I am so grateful for it, but um, how funny August was this year because just like so much of my life is just like you're saying before we hit record August. you started to started to put some notes to pen to paper I did some August so thoughts I, I should have done this from the beginning but um you know I will always want to be careful about the like how I'm framing an idea and I don't want to dread August because it's the most successful month that we have. It makes our whole year. So you don't want to just sit around complaining about it all the time. And it's just, just like anything else, the most rewarding month, it just like anything else is going to be the hardest. Anything Mm -hmm. you do that's worth the most while is probably going to have some challenges. So, you know, I understand that, you know, intellectually but then when you're in it you're just kind of like man it's just nutty so I started to post on Facebook which I don't really do a lot um I kind of have a little hate relationship with social media but I each day did a dear diary quote each day daily day yes and it was so fun and funny because it gave me an outlet when people were just being like crazy ridiculous like the stuff you can't make up and instead of getting mad i was like oh i know what i'm gonna do with this little nugget therapeutic almost (laughs) (laughs) and i um got a lot of really good feedback because people were like this is just helping me so much go like get through the summer and i was really sensitive to not being so complaining and negative because i i can't stand that but really it it was just kind of like narrating what was happening it wasn't just like an impartial observer exactly exactly and it was it actually really made it kind of good fun and I was able to kind of reflect on some things and, um, hopefully make people feel like they weren't, they weren't alone Alone. in some of the struggles they have too. It's funny you say that because I, one of my, I guess our, one of our goals of this episode is to kind of just have some big summer thought takeaways. One of mine is, um, so I, ever since I came back to bronze, I had a sales route for, I guess four and a half years or so. But then, um, one of the guys who decided to join us, which we were very happy about, took it over for me and I've kind of started to take on stuff from my dad. And um, it's not being in the sales day to day. I was able to kind of detach and be not. I definitely wasn't prone to getting like as anxious, frustrated, uh, just like not I definitely still get burned out. But you're kind of like suddenly watching everyone else do it. Cause you're not totally having to deal with it and like, you know, worry about your accounts, who's getting what we're tight on this, you know? And it was really interesting to be able to like, just kind of detach backwards and, and you'd watch it happen to other people. You almost have to like shake them. But, <laughs> but like, it's like you, it's funny. Cause I definitely was guilty of it. And I tried over time to get better. Um, you know, because you learn that it doesn't do anybody good any good, right? Like, do you think it gave you like some clarity to maybe be a little bit then of a mentor for people that were in the thick of it? Because tried to, yeah. yeah. Whether I did it successfully or not, it's another another well question. But I hear what you're saying. Like, you feel like you not so in it, so your nose isn't mm-hmm. so close to the grind. So you can kind of just say, you know what? Let's look at the bigger picture and take a look, like, 100%. and not get so caught up in those little details. Yes. Which it's so easy to do. It's so easy to do. And I, <laughs> um, 
I know I've talked about it before, but Jocko Willink, who's a guy I read a lot, who's big on leadership, was an ex-Navy SEAL and stuff. He talks like the power of detachment is like a superpower because it is human nature. You just go like other people get riled up, you get riled up. Like <laughs> yeah. you're trying, and all of our guys are trying to do their best. They're trying to take care of accounts like you guys. And it's, you know, it's like, I'd imagine the people on the front of the house who are helping customers, like, you know, you get somebody yeah. who is not pleasant to deal with. It yeah. like is easy to get frustrated. Yeah. So it was really interesting. You're human too. You yeah, know, but- no. And it's, instead of like ratcheting it up, it's like trying to cool people down. And yeah. also it was it's a great way to say it. It was really, uh, enlightening from that perspective. It was like, and I was, I just found myself to be like, uh, I don't want to say happier is the wrong word, but just like less worn down as the summer went on, which was kind of interesting. That's it was fantastic. still a lot, but that's fantastic. it always though. is a lot, as you know, it's like, it must know. also have something to do with, you know, we're getting a little older. You're a little bit more mature. Things mean they weigh, they weigh different. They're yes. like not as heavy. Yes. And also, um, you know, you have a lot of self-development too. So when you're con- constantly trying to, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that makes a big difference when something resonates with you uh, from another podcast or from another yes. book or leader. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do, you have those, you know, ways that you want to be a better human. <laughs> yes. And when you figure out that that's not just trying to tell yourself to be more patient, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to be like, all right, you know what, I'm going to remove myself from the situation 100%. Yeah. and, you know, like work on trying to become that person that you want to be. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> it doesn't happen every day. No. But, and um, you're not going to bat a thousand, it, yeah. you know, but it's definitely, um, and it was something we tried to, we sat down with like our leadership team there and tried to drive home early in the summer was to try and like, let's like lead by example and try and really, you know, and it was also another thing we really tried to work on this summer was I feel like there we, we, we had kind of had a long-standing culture of like people trying to, so if Carolyn started like, Oh, you should know how to do this because you know, you should ask and learn right. yourself and this and that. I really wanted to try and change that as far as like, no, let's show Carolyn exactly how we want it done because sure. then if she's not doing it the right way it's on us to you know yeah, and it's just trying to huge. change those little things like because then people get frustrated oh why isn't you know so-and-so doing this it's like you know yeah so half the battle is really just managing people yeah <laughs> the selling fish I think is the easy part yeah oh but, yeah uh, it always is absolutely you know. it's never really about you know I always think that's why I always say we're always like we're all in the same business it doesn't matter if you're selling sandwiches shoes or no it's you just know, human nature salmon <laughs> yeah but um Absolutely managing people. But I, I think you're right. Those expectations for yourself and then being really clear on what you're expecting and how you're expecting it to be done. Mm-hmm. I think people really respond positively to that because they want to do a good job. They're yes. there to work. They're there to be a part of a team. And I think that you almost do people a disservice by feeling like you're not going to give them enough direction or give them enough um, instruction. And it, it's actually the other way around, which I've learned the hard way as well. No, it's so true. And but one of my other big takeaways, kind of building off what you just said, like people want to do a good job. I think one, first of all, like having quality help is obviously critical to anything. But two, just like it, it doesn't really matter, like what your background is, how educated you are, what school you went to, who your parents are, blah 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 blah. It's like it really just comes down to like, do you care? Do you want to make an effort and try? Like we had a couple, we had like two guys start at the same time this summer once it, it just didn't work out and he's already somewhere else. But the other kid is doing an awesome job and just like really gives a shit. Excuse me, awesome. And it's like, you know, and, and if you know, you walk in the kitchen, it's the same thing. Like you, you can tell all the staff wants to be there and yeah. wants to try, but it is so true. Like, I think, I think it was 
Danny Meyer who started like Shake Shack and, yeah. and that his his book was it I forget what the hell it's called Setting the Table Setting the Table yes mm-hmm. but it's he talked about that like just like people actually caring yes. and like it's so true like that was a big takeaway for me this summer was like just finding people that actually care yeah. and doesn't you matter can't teach that you know, yeah you can exactly teach anyone how to use a computer and where you keep the sugar mm-hmm. but you can't teach someone how to and I also think it do you guys have like a mission or like a mission statement? We don't have like a hard mission statement, no. but I do like to reflect and, and talk about how, you know, this might just be in the end, something that, you know, you just eat, but it, there's it's so much more than that though, too. You know, it's community, it's a team. And, yes. um, especially with the younger crew, you know, it's like their first jobs and, um, you want it, you want to kind of drive home that they really matter to the, to the whole operation. Yes. And I think that sense of worth really can be important as well because what they, you know, they're not just like just showing up and, you know, mopping the floors. They're yes. part of making all of this happen. And I always like to reflect kind of on that bigger picture, kind of what you were saying about taking a step back and seeing what is actually mm-hmm. happening in the work that you're doing and seeing that bigger picture that, you know what, this is, important it does matter it is our little bubble and if we can show up in a positive way and do our best to be kind and to love what we do and be proud of the work that we're doing and teach that to other people then i think that that's that attraction that then you get that back and so true and that's what makes kind of cool when you can't you know put your finger on what it is when you go to love the kitchen like wow this place is so great like not only is the food good but it's just like all those intangibles that you can't put your finger on i think a lot of it comes from that. Yeah, because it's a, it's like you said, it's not something necessarily that you can really teach, or or maybe you can. But yeah, I think, I think you can you try. Need to and you need bring you know, attention to the right things and have those employees buy into it, and that's what can really make or break. That this quote from Business School always sticks out to me. I forget who said it, but like culture eats strategy for breakfast. Oh, okay. And it's so true. That like, is true. It, it oh is so true. God, like you can have yeah. the best business plan. You can. You can have, have the best policies, but if no one's going to... The best ingredients <laughs> to make anything, but it's like if all your employees hate each other and hate their jobs and you have no buy-in and they don't care, then... Yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah. <laughs> so so true. throw it out the window, you know? I think this is such a cool thing to highlight too because um, the North Fork is built of so many, like, I know I've said this so many times, but so many, like, passionate people that love what they do. So it just translates and I think it creates a collection of businesses that are just really you know they have high integrity they have great product and and very cool vibes you know like you just have a very cool welcoming place um but it's not easy to do you know because you need to have the balance within yourself Mm -hmm. kind of like exactly what you were saying earlier is a perfect example of how you didn't even realize that was going to be a side effect of you taking a step back yeah and it just creates growth and that growth mindset and yeah. that you could be better and then everyone gets better because it does start at the top, you know? Yeah. As much as I you lean on to. my crew, you have to be the example, like you said. You have to. And I think um, that was another thing. I'm sure you run into the same issues of, you know, to run Loveland Kitchen, you have the multifaceted back of the house between prep, the line, dishwashers, the front of the house between the bartenders, the waiters, the bussers, like... For us in the morning of the wholesale bronze, it's you have the salesmen who are making up their trucks, the people that are helping them, the cutting room, you know, so it's a multi-pronged thing, but sometimes people feel like, you know, I'm working harder than everyone else. It's like, no, like you're, like you said, you have to explain the worth of everybody and what they're doing and 
and vice versa. Because if you have that, you know, that resentment that starts to build between people, that's just, yeah, goes back to the culture thing. It's true. It's true. And it is easy to lose sight of that sometimes if you're feeling underappreciated or. Yeah. And I've been guilty of of it. Everyone's guilty of it at some point. And you just have to kind of through trial and error, but also like you said, the want to get better and yeah. to, and to know that it's ultimately like those blow ups or people getting frustrated, like all, it never gets you anywhere. Like it's not. Yeah. Well, unless you can turn it into something constructive because sometimes, yes, yeah. so, sometimes when there's a problem, it, it does highlight where you have room to improve, which is fine too. And I, you know, that's kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier where you just always need to be constantly growing and getting better and mm-hmm. evolving and communicating better and not making the same mistakes over and over again, you know? So, um, I think that those are the things that I'm the most interested in when we talk to like our guests that come on is how have they navigated these mm-hmm. problems that we all come across <laughs> yes. no matter how no matter what great our intentions are yeah. to have a positive place and treat everybody with respect. I mean, there's just like going to be inevitably these issues and we're like all not alone. And that was some of the great feedback I had actually over the summer. People were popping in saying they were listening to the podcast. And I was like, what? How did you find us? Who are you? It was very, very cool. Yes. And um, there were just expressing that, you know, they're interested in starting a business or they just love the North Fork and they're so interested in people's stories. But I think the biggest takeaway was how surprised everybody is on how much goes into independent businesses, which I like to highlight that and not necessarily say small businesses because bronze is not a small (laughs) operation. You guys have a ton of stuff going on there. That's right. You got your first tour this summer. It was so cool. I loved it. Thank you for that. And, um, and a lot of the businesses out here are actually like that too. They're, they're pretty significant operations, but they are independently owned and, you know, you have the owner operating, you know, across the board and it's, uh, it's, something you love and it's something you're proud of, but it is so much work. And I love highlighting that because I just think it's really important for people to see that. And, and then for other business owners to see that they're not alone in their -hmm. their struggles too. So it's been, it it was cool to get the feedback and I'm really excited about um, starting it back up again, even though it might be a little bit, a couple, maybe a couple weeks late. I think that's (laughs) fine. No one's, no one's too angry. That's the beauty of this whole thing is that we, (laughs) Can we, we have, set the rules? We, have, we, we don't have, we didn't promise it. No. An episode a week or We don't have I any hope bosses. everyone's still yeah. okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, That's I'm excited it. about the other season. We have a really cool list of some awesome, awesome people from yeah. the North Fork. There's no shortage to choose from. I know. We, I, we actually had put together a list and we're like, well, I guess that's season two. Yes. We're going to just have to keep it going. I know. Keep powering them out. And yeah. then, you know, you, you, I, the, the nice thing has been people that start to listen like, oh, you totally have to talk to so-and-so who wasn't even yes. on my radar or your radar. It's it's kind of hopefully going to feed on itself in that yeah. respect, which will be cool. Yeah, so awesome. Anything else to to kind of wrap up our first episode of season think, two? I think I hit on all my, my big picture. Anything else from your August notes that you want oh to touch God, on? Oh, my God, yeah. You know what I should do is I should put them on my blog. It's carolynioni.com. I can put it in the you show You should give us a summary. Of it. Yeah. That'd be fun. And it was, That'd be fun now two months out to be like, yeah. you know. Yeah, some of them were really funny, like someone who wanted to have gluten-free bacon and they wanted something with grapefruit juice in it, but they didn't want the juice too juicy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just very funny. Yes. And just like the, we have some of those, too. The, I, I mean, that's a good idea for next year. We should start a joint account. And yeah, just, they're just like a little face palmy. But I am sensitive to not being, you know, it comes with the territory, but um, 
I think if you're not used to working in that kind of service industry, you're just like, wait a minute. No, no way. This didn't happen. And we're like, no, this is like every day. No, this no. is like a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a, a little bit of an outlet to, to I always joke. I want to start like things. not only parking, parking jobs that we see all summer, especially now with black sheep. Shout out Chris. Oh, God, they, uh, yeah. <laughs> the parking. I always want like a, you know, like in the restaurants where they have eating challenges. Oh yeah. And they have like the wall of shame when you don't complete it. <laughs> I want to do like one for, first of all, just parking spots. It's like, you know, people creating their own spots. And then two, just things that are said yeah. that you're just like shaking your head at like, oh my God. Yeah. But, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. I know. It's a little bit of that. Like, um, I don't know. You have to have a sense of humor too. You know, I mean, in, in all of this, like, you know, growth and strategy yeah, totally. and all this stuff, you also find yourself just kind of like your eyebrows up, like cracking up, like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That really happened. <laughs> it's good though. I mean, it's usually pretty harmless stuff, but um, it does make for good stories. Yeah. I could probably write a book actually, but um, yeah. yeah, it's actually kind of like Tom Chandel's book. He he does he has two of them, I think. So funny, but it, it so I'll have to post that. And um, so if anybody wants to read them, they're kind of funny. I got a couple of good good little got people to laugh, so that was good. So and, we were talking before the podcast too. We want to start. Um, trying to post in advance who we're going to have on and then maybe trying to elicit some feedback in the form of questions you want to hear from that guest or ideas, stories, subjects to touch on, et cetera. So yes, our, um, please do next guest participate. on deck is Michael Affetato from the village cheese shop in Mattisuck, my neighbor right on Love Lane. And we're going to post, um, that as well. So we thought it'd be kind of cool if you guys have any kind of burning questions of, you know, the people that were, interviewing we can uh pass them along and then kind of use that as a little like you know yeah. Mel from Manorville wanted to know so we thought that'd be kind of fun and uh yeah so stay tuned for that we'll probably post that on on Instagram then so people yeah. can kind of DM us or, yeah, yeah. or um, I think we have an email right yes yes for the love of business podcast at gmail.com there you go cool oh well, thank you so much it's so fun I'm so glad we're back I am yes I know, I, know. It, I can't believe it it made it seem kind of fast but it was fast. kind of a long summer <laughs> I know it's it's so funny how that happens yeah so here we are it's like a and then you wish you're exhale. like looking at it now you're like oh it's so slow <laughs> which like you're appreciative of but you're like yeah. damn it I want to be busy yeah you know, but you can it's like I, I vividly remember actually walking into Loveland Kitchen in August 24th or something like that and uh talking to a couple of your staff that I've just gotten to know over the years and you had had like 10 college kids leave oh, or something yeah. like that and you're like the yes exodus. we're now doing the same amount of shifts with 30 yeah. percent less workforce oh, God, and it's, it's just crazy. like everyone's just like got the same look on their face across the north fork like, <laughs> just like uh, glazed over yes i know the is good thing is yet? though we know it's temporary because you yes. just have that final push yes and everyone's making a ton of money and it's really not that bad you know no. it's just that it's not as uh, balanced as as I think people would like to be, but here we are. You know, yeah, and now and now everyone's way. wishing that it was busy again. So. <laughs> I know, but it's good. It's you know what? We, we try to capitalize on it too, where it's like, all right, take your vacations, yeah. take that class you wanted to take, go mm -hmm. join the gym and do your thing, sleep in yes. a little. So we we stagger it. So it's kind of nice because I think That's everyone it. has come to appreciate the seasons that way too. You know? Yes, totally. I know I have. So I'm excited. Thank you so much. This is great. You guys let us know if there's anyone you want to see on the podcast. Or yes, yeah, or guests questions. too. Guest yeah. recommendations as well. Yeah, sure. and any questions you guys might have for Michael Affetato, who will be our guest next from the Village Tea Shop. So thanks so much, Cody. This was fun. Great. I'm excited I'm so to get started on back. season two. Awesome. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to tell a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Get in touch on Instagram at For the Love of Business Podcast. Our email is For the Love of Business Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Cody. And I'm Carolyn. And this was For the Love of Business.